Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. Turkey has been bombing northeast Syria and the SDF, America's indispensable allies in the fight against the Islamic State, since November, and it appears that Ankara is massing more troops on the Syrian border, threatening a cross-border ground operation. Expert David Phillips joins me to look at whether a Turkish ground operation in Syria is on the horizon, why Turkey's aggression against the Syrian Kurds is a gift to the Islamic State, and break down what steps the United States should take to make it clear to Ankara that it stands with its Kurdish partners and that this aggression is unacceptable. David Phillips is the director of the Program on Human Rights and Peacebuilding at Columbia University. He has also served as a senior advisor and foreign affairs expert at the State Department during the Clinton, Bush, and Obama administrations. David, thanks for joining the Greek Current again. Great having you with us. Thank you, Thanos. David, Turkey has been bombing the Kurds in northeast Syria with jets and drones, and now Turkish President Erdogan is warning that airstrikes are just the beginning while he amasses troops at the Syrian border. Based on your reading of this situation, is a Turkish ground operation imminent? It certainly seems that way. The only way to prevent Turkey's cross-border invasion is for the U.S. to make crystal clear that it won't tolerate Turkey sending its forces or its jihadi proxies across the border. Here again, America's role is indispensable. We need to recognize that the Syrian defense forces, Syrian democratic forces, have been our allies in the fight against ISIS. They've sacrificed hugely. 12,000 have died. More than 24,000 have been seriously injured. It's time for the U.S. to offer some payback in the form of protection. Both the Kurds and the U.S. have expressed concern about how this assault could impact the ongoing fight against ISIS. Is Turkey's assault on the Kurds essentially a gift to the Islamic State? Of course it is. Turkey's assault will target places where ISIS families are detained, like the Al-Hol camp. It will destabilize the region and cause a humanitarian emergency. What Turkey wants is for there to be chaos in north and east Syria to undermine the state-building project there. It also wants the Kurds in north and east Syria to submit to their will. The Kurds aren't about to do that. The U.S. needs to recognize that The Kurds have been steadfast and loyal allies, much more so than Turkey has been, particularly in the context of Turkey's role with Russia and Ukraine. We really need to reevaluate Turkey's loyalty as an ally and as a NATO member. Turkey has refused to impose sanctions on Russia. Russian money is flowing into Turkey. Its harbors are full of super yachts that... Uh, Russian oligarchs are parking there. The U.S. shouldn't delude itself any further. It needs to see Turkey as it is, be steely-eyed in assessing Turkey's reliability as an ally, particularly in the context of the Syrian democratic forces that have sacrificed and shown that they are more than capable of advancing our counterterrorism objectives. David, can you expand on this? You mentioned that you know the Turks are looking to sow chaos in the region. What exactly does that mean? By launching airstrikes, Turkey is inflicting great harm to civilians in north and east Syria. Turkey doesn't want the Syrian Kurds to set up any kind of federal entity in north and east Syria. It has experience with federal entity in Iraqi Kurdistan, and Turkey is adamantly opposed seeing in Syria what has happened in northern Iraq. So its efforts militarily are intended to inflict harm 
to cause chaos and to undermine the U.S. partnership with the Syrian Democratic Forces. What about when we bring ISIS into the picture? In a recent piece that you published in the National Interest, you specifically mention a prison where ISIS prisoners are held and their family members. How does this factor into the discussion? So this is the Al-Hol prison. There are maybe 60,000 ISIS families that are there, including several thousand hardcore ISIS members. What Turkey wants is to see a prison break, join forces with those ISIS members, and use them as foot soldiers in its campaign against the Kurds in North and East Syria. We should also remember that beginning in 2014, there was active collusion between Turkey's National Intelligence Agency, the MIT, and jihadist groups. There were maybe 60,000 foreign fighters from 100 countries that transited through Turkey on their way to the front lines in Syria. They were provided with funds, with ammunition, with logistics. The idea that Turkey has been a reliable ally in the fight against Islamist extremism is farcical. Turkey and ISIS have been operating hand in hand. We need to recognize this. It's well documented. And we should adjust our approach to not only Turkey, but to the Kurds as well, based on realistic conditions, not wishful thinking. David, you mentioned that the United States has to make clear that it won't let Turkey engage in another ground operation against our partners, the Syrian Kurds. Are you worried that the U.S. may leave the Kurds out to dry here? Sure. The U.S. has done it before. We take the Kurds for granted. They sacrifice on our behalf. And then when they turn to us for support, we haven't been there for them to the extent that we should be. So the U.S. needs to send a very clear message to Ankara. And it shouldn't be done at a working level or discreetly in working meetings. President Biden should make a public statement indicating that the U.S. government finds Turkey's aggression against Syria illegal, criminal, and against U.S. interests. And he should send Secretary of State Blinken to Ankara to let his Turkish counterparts know that there's a steep price to pay if Turkey aggresses against northern Syria. So the bombing in Istanbul on November 13th killed six people, injured 81 people. Those were civilians. You know, any loss of civilian life is abhorrent. Turkey used that incident to justify airstrikes using F-16s and drones and artillery against positions in northern Syria. There's no evidence that the Syrian Kurds or the PKK was involved, but Turkey's interior minister, Suleiman Soylu, has accused the United States of being behind the bombing. In so doing, he's brought the U.S. into the picture, and the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation should launch an inquiry. It should determine who was behind the bombing. If the Kurds were behind the bombing, that too should be publicized. But General Maslum, who is the commander-in-chief of the Syrian Democratic Forces, is adamant that the Kurds played no role. He's called for an international investigation. That investigation needs to be transparent. The results need to be shared. The Kurdish role will be exonerated, and Turkey's warmongering will be revealed. 
What's the belief among the Kurds when it comes to the United States as a partner? Because I know you have worked with Syrian Kurds in the past. What's their take on this as these events unfold? So they're hopeful that the U.S. is going to send the right signals to Ankara, uh, that the U.S. will continue to provide logistical support to the Syrian democratic forces, and if necessary, weapons so that they can deter aggression. Not only aggression against ISIS, but aggression by Turkey, which has made it clear that it is hostile to Kurdish interests and that it will do whatever is necessary in order to undermine the state-building project in north and east Syria. If the U.S. fails to step up for its partners here, what options do the Kurds really have and you know, where can they turn? So the, the Kurds don't really have any place to turn. You know, Russia is allied with the regime, so Russia isn't going to be a savior of Kurdish interests. The only country that has the capacity to advance the interests of Syrian democratic forces and stabilize Syria is the United States. We shouldn't kowtow to Erdogan. We should make it very clear publicly that his criminal activities will not be countenanced, and the U.S. will support its friends and allies in Syria who are on the front line fighting against ISIS. And those friends and allies are the Syrian Democratic Forces with Kurds at its core. What are the long-term consequences for the United States, David, should Washington turn its back on or fail to stand up for its Kurdish allies? Well, the primary consequence is reputational. Everyone knows that the Syrian Democratic Forces and the Kurds have sacrificed mightily on behalf of the multinational coalition fighting the Islamic State. And if we leave the Kurds twisting in the breeze and abandon them, then the world will take note, and America's credibility as a partner, as an ally, will be diminished. We're only as good as our word. And if America's word to the Kurds in Syria proves to be worthless, other countries will take note, and it will affect America's standing worldwide. David, thanks for joining us again. It was great speaking with you. Always good to be with you, too. In other news, Turkey warned Greece that a missile could hit Athens unless it stays calm, further escalating its rhetoric against Greece. Now we have started to make our own missiles, Turkish President Erdogan said during a speech on Sunday. Of course, this production scares the Greeks. When you say typhoon... The Greeks get scared and say it will hit Athens. Well, of course it will, Erdogan said. A few days ago, Turkish Foreign Minister Tavusoglu also threatened Greece with invasion if it does not demilitarize its Aegean islands. Greece's foreign minister responded to these threats, saying it is unacceptable and universally condemnable for threats of a missile attack against Greece to be made by an allied country, a NATO member. Finally, in an interview with Kathy Marini, Senator James Risch, the Republican-ranking member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, said that in order for Congress to greenlight Turkey's request to buy or upgrade F-16s, many of the irritants in the U.S.-Turkish relationship will likely need to be resolved first, clarifying that the administration has not notified Congress yet about a possible sale. Referring to the Turkish attacks in northern Syria, Rish warned that if there is a loss of American life, Turkey's relationship with the U.S. Congress would be seriously jeopardized. He added that in the event of a ground incursion, the reaction of the U.S. legislature will be stronger than after the ill-advised Turkish escalation of 2019. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.